0: Welcome back into the Tide Talk Podcast. I am your host Stacy Blackwood. But before we dive into today's interview portion of the show, I need you to head over and subscribe to our YouTube channel, subscribe to Apple Podcasts, follow us on Spotify, Amazon Music, and Stitcher. And if you subscribe to us and watch us on YouTube, make sure you give us a huge thumbs up and then jump down in the comment section below and leave us your thoughts on today's show. All right, now that you have done all that, I need you to head on over to betonline.ag. Betonline.ag has all the bets that you need, whether it's the NBA playoffs, the hockey playoffs, or all the Major League Baseball marquee matchups. Head over to betonline.ag to place those bets. That's betonline.ag. So before the next tip-off, face-off, or first pitch, head on over to betonline.ag. And if you sign up today, you will receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit that's betonline.ag all right we're fisting to dive into our interview portion of the show today we have a, a kind of a recap of the major league baseball draft from earlier this week with hunter letson a good friend of mine who knows all about some alabama baseball and we're super excited to have him on the show make sure you follow him on twitter at hunter letson and make sure that you look at his marketing group the wd marketing group we're going to allow him to plug that in here at the end of the episode so make sure you stay tuned to that we're going to head off to the interview portion of the show now roll tight What's up, everybody? I'm joined now by Hunter Letson, a good friend of mine, and we're going to talk a little bit about some album of baseball. Of course, earlier this week, the Major League draft was uh, held, so we have a few players to talk about there. We're excited to bring Hunter on. So, Hunter, let's just dive right into it without, uh, you know, taking up too much of anyone's time. Uh, Peyton Wilson was selected number 66 overall, and uh, just kind of talk about Peyton Wilson and uh, just a young kid, uh, just after his sophomore season with the Tide, uh. You know, what is Kansas City getting?
1: Well, they're getting a guy that can play non-positions if you count the DH. Um, I know at Bama, he's played second, uh, left, center. So, you know, he could play right, could play first if he had to. Um, he's athletic enough to play shortstop, uh, got the arm to play third. So, I mean, and he caught. He caught, uh, if you remember his freshman year, the shortened season. He was uh, – he, he caught – he started several games catching and several in relief. So, I mean, you got a real 10-position guy right there, um, or non-position.
0: Yeah, would you say he's the most athletic of the Wilson bunch?
1: <laughs> I think all the Wilsons would say that, so yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, he's uh, he was a lot of fun to watch these past two seasons. Uh, wish we could get a little bit more out of him uh a couple more years or so, but uh, I, I know uh, I'd be chasing that money and – you know, playing in the big leagues and I think he's going to have a, a long career for, for all the reasons you mentioned just his ability to play all over the field and you know kind of help a team out wherever you know they they have a need at at that point in time and uh, next we have a uh, Dylan Smith the, the pitcher uh, <laughs> a guy that his his uh, win loss record isn't what really represents what type of player he is and what type of pitcher he is uh, he goes number 74 overall to the Detroit Tigers. Uh, you know, what's your thoughts on, on Smith and his, his career in the major leagues?
1: Dylan Smith is just a electric, um, and you talked about the win loss record. It kind of reminds me of, um, Jake Walters from a couple years back. Uh, Jake was the guy, he was the Saturday guy, just like Dylan, um, probably should have been, you know, had double the wins they did, but, uh, for whatever reason, they just never got any run support. Um the Tigers are getting a good one. He's a hard worker. That's, you know, nose to the ground, stolen type of kid that, 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 and that's what they look for up there. You know, uh, the Tigers have a, in the last couple of years, they've drafted a lot of SEC pitchers and uh, you know, Casey miles is doing his thing from Auburn. He's in the pros with them right now. Spencer Turnbull from Alabama. Um, so I expect Dylan to be the next one up, you know, in that little lineage there and, Um, probably take him a couple years to get there, but I, I bet my money he's going to be throwing for the pros one day. Yeah,
0: he's like you said, electrifying. You know, it's and it's not a lot of pitchers are kind of the the, that adjective isn't really thrown around uh, with pitchers, but he's just so he's so much fun to watch. Probably probably one of my favorite players to watch this, this past season for the Tide. Uh, then we move on to Chase Lee. Uh, here's, a, here's a guy that the, the album of faithful love, uh, the Viper, just uh, one of the best closers in all of college baseball. Uh, he goes uh, in the sixth round to the Texas Rangers. Uh, w- what are his chances of, of making it to the big leagues?
1: Well, when you take into account his arm slot and how he dominates right-handed batters, um, I think he'll be there soon. Probably He'll probably be there before anyone else. Um, I, I don't know if y'all know this yet. He's going straight to A, which is pretty much unheard of uh, for any draftee. Um, so, yeah, he, he'll he be with Frisco um, in the next couple weeks, the Rough Riders. Um, and I think he's in a good spot, too, with Texas. They're a pretty good team or pretty good organization, top to bottom, and he'll um, he'll be able to compete for a spot starting right out so
0: dude you, you talked about the the rough riders the the minor leagues have the best nicknames for teams
1: Pandas, rough riders
0: there's all sorts of great ones out there yeah uh yeah i think chase lee has been a fan favorite for the past couple seasons and uh he's certainly guy yeah, that that most fans are going to try to keep up with uh You know, kind of speaking of that closer position, now that he's going to be gone, this is kind of a little bit off subject. Who do you expect to kind of be in that role next season for Alabama?
1: You know, I don't know if there's one guy. um, Guffey probably will be considered. Um, But, you know, being left-handed, sometimes you don't want to put him in against the the big right-handed power guys. Um, So probably Guffey. Maybe McNary if he doesn't turn into a starter. Um, I could kind of see him going either way. And – I the obvious choice is probably landing green. Uh, so we got options. See, there, there's yeah. three guys there that um, McNary and green, I, either one would make good starters and they have experience starting in, in relief. So if I had to put my money on it, it'd probably be green or guffy and, you know, McNary is the the third guy there.
0: Yeah. You know, it's, 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 it's an exciting time for the baseball program. Uh, a lot of talents being brought in, and uh, it's nice to see these guys being drafted. Uh, there's some guys that we can follow along with now in the in the major leagues for the next few seasons, and we're excited about that. Uh, next, we're going to talk about Sam Prater, also drafted in the sixth round by the Miami uh, Marlins. So, just uh, Sam, he's he's, you know, I'm, I've noticed that the last few guys they're all kind of fan favorites when you talk about Sam Prater. Dylan Smith and Chase Lee—they they've kind of been the fan favorites for the past couple seasons. And uh, how do you see Prater, you know, kind of moving on to the major leagues? Do, do you think he has a chance to be a, a starter in the leagues as a catcher?
1: Well, you know, anytime you're a catcher and you can hit with, you know, above two hundred in the minors, which <laughs> a little more in the minors, but if you can get to the majors, hit above two hundred, be a solid catcher, game manager you're you're gonna hang around for a while and that's what Sam is. He's all American catcher, all SEC. Probably should have gone a lot higher. Um I
0: agree. In my
1: opinion. Uh the Marlins now they did draft a catcher in the first round. So maybe they were kinda, you know, not wanting to get two guys, but I think when it came to his spot, you kinda had to take him there. And um you know the catcher they took in the first round, I forget his name, but he's coming straight out of high school, so Sam's got three years of, you know, basically double A experience being in the SEC. So um, he's going to compete. He's going to work. Um, he's going to hit. He's got power. He's he, he's pretty quick. He's deceptively quick. Um, not like he's going to steal some bases, but <laughs> if the ball finds the gap, he's going to find his way home. Uh, so yeah, we're we're going to miss Sam a lot.
0: But yeah, he's he was kind of. the the heart and soul of the team. He was kind of that leader, so really going to miss Prater. And then the last guy, Tyler Ross, drafted in the fourth round by the Rockies – or 14th round, excuse me, uh, by the Rockies. uh, Probably got a little bit longer of a road uh, to the pros than than some of these other guys. Uh, But a guy that you can probably put, like you said, in the bullpen. Uh, What what are your projections for him in the major leagues?
1: Well, I think he'll do well. Um, You know, I don't know – I don't know what his ceiling is, but I know that kind of like Peyton, he's not just a pitcher. If you remember, yeah. he, he played uh first base, right field some. So, you know, he's got options. And I think that's kind of what the Rockies were looking for. A guy that may be able to, you know, not on a show. Hey level, but <laughs> Hey, if you can um, get us a couple innings here and then, you know, hit a bomb or two, it's it's all good. So, but he, he's, uh, one thing that sticks out to me with Ross um we had a booster club meeting. Uh, I guess his freshman year, so two, two or three years ago, and I asked, you know, do you prefer the mound or the field? And he said, whatever, whatever it takes to win. Yeah. So that kind of always stuck with me. So I and, and that just shows you the character and the guy that the Rockies got there.
0: Well, those are the type of players who stick around in organizations. Even even if he doesn't make it up to the to the major leagues, he's he's going to be around in their system and uh kind of competing like you said at different positions so i super excited for all these guys uh it's it's nice to see these this amount of players drafted uh in the draft uh i know you know coach bow is going to have even more guys drafted over the next few years there's a lot of talent on the team right now he's bringing in a lot of talent uh you know to the team this year uh and kind of piggybacking off of that you know what are your expectations over the next couple seasons for this program and and are you, you know, happy or content with the uh, with the progress that Coach Bohannon has made?
1: Yeah. So I think uh, it was D one baseball or Baseball America predicted the program to go to Omaha next year. Okay. Um, you know, I I try not to put too big expectations <laughs> on things, but that's the goal um, is to get there and then to win. Uh, you, the shortened season, I really think we would have been. You know, super regional, borderline Omaha caliber team because, I mean, we lost three guys off that team that if we had this year, we're, you know, we're probably still in that same type of spot. Um, so I, the program's in great hands. Bo, he's – and as far as, um, you know, in Alabama, we're at a bit of a disadvantage to some of our border states. Yeah. So um but Bo does his best with that. He gets kids like, if we're just being honest, Owen Diodotti shouldn't be here. Like, right. he could have gone multiple places, and he was drafted, turned down, uh, you know, an offer from the hometown Blue Jays. Um, and you see that all over the roster, not just to single him out. Um, and one of our guys, uh, Luke Holman, he was actually drafted by the, I think it was, it was by the Blue Jays. And uh, turned it down to come to campus, turned down, you know, well, almost a million dollars to come to campus. So Bo's doing something right, um, a lot right. Um, <laughs> I think having Matt Rada back as a hitting coach and, you know, just just his energy around the clubhouse is going to probably uh, do wonders for our team.
0: Yeah, it's, I think it's an exciting time for the baseball program. I'm hoping they can kind of catch up to what the softball team has been doing the last several years under Coach Patrick Murphy. So uh, super excited about the program. Hunter, I appreciate you jumping on with us today to, to kind of talk about all these guys and their futures in the majors. But real quick, uh, you have a marketing firm, and I just want you to give that a quick plug-in and, and kind of tell everybody what you're doing there at WD Marketing Group.
1: Yeah. So, uh, I appreciate you, uh, giving me that opportunity. Um, so I run WD marketing group. We do, um, SEO, social media, uh, traditional marketing and advertising, really whatever you need, we can, we'll figure out how to do it. Um, and the idea behind that is just to be, there's a lot of small companies that either don't have the funds or don't have the time to have their own marketing department. So the idea is, Hey, let us be your marketing department. And, um, yeah, if you're interested in any of that, uh, check us out online at wdmarketinggroup.com or um, we're on Facebook, Instagram, or you can you can find me and we'll, we'll help you out.
0: Well, Hunter, we certainly appreciate you jumping on with us today. Uh, had a great conversation about the baseball program, so maybe we can do this more often, especially uh, in the spring when things get a little closer. And uh, we appreciate it. Uh, you have a good one, bud. Roll Tide.
1: All right. Thanks, Stacey. Roll Tide.